All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Voice by Matt show. I'm Matt Bertho, your host. Today, I have literally, because he is, one of my best friends, a guy that instilled so much uh, in me at the Arte Live event is when I first met him in October 2019, him and his wife, Janelle. They kind of just took me under their wing and said, come talk to us. And since that moment, Jeff and I have just been talking literally every week. Um, and uh, I've been following his journey. He's been following my journey. We've been evolving, been changing together. Um, we run in, in some of the same circles as uh, we, you know, he, he runs in and then he tells me kind of what's going on in his circle. And I tell him what's going on in my circle. And that's kind of the relationship that's been built. And he's a brother. We have a, we have a great bond, a great working relationship together. And I, I consider him also a mentor in my life. I've never told him that until this moment, but it's true. I look up to him. Um, he is a person that has a similar background to my family. He grew up on a farm, and uh, his grandfather and his dad worked that farm, and he did. And then he worked in construction for a little bit. He played hockey. He had a chance to be an amazing hockey player, from what I hear. And so I love that about him already because he's a competitor. And he also has one of the most successful insurance companies in the United States of America, Blue Sky Benefits, and uh, he is one of the coolest people I know, and a good, hearty, warm, loving father of two kids. Uh, his youngest just graduated high school, going to college, so they got an empty nest now, but uh Everybody, I'd like to welcome to Voice by Matt, sharing his voice with us, Mr. Jeff Brecken. Matt, that was an unbelievable introduction. I don't know if I deserve that, dude. You totally deserve that. Like, you, wow. you, you, crazy. I mean, you've changed my life. Like, you totally Ooh. did. Wow. Thank you, brother. And I know there's other people out there that are your friend that love working with you and you've changed their life too. Yeah. That's what I hope to do in life, man. It's just, uh, I want to leave this world a better life for a lot of other people. And, you know, it's all about team. And as you said, you know, whether it's hockey, whether it's, uh, you know, work team, whether it's family, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, it's to me, it it's, it's team. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about team a little bit. Um, you know, I mentioned the farm because because uh, part part of Voice by Matt is, you know, uh, giving people the real deal about your true, authentic voice. And I also work with Jeff uh, as a coach with voice. And it's something that, you know, we've talked about a lot. And what I would like you to do, Jeff, is just give them a little uh, background about the farm and the experience of the farm and um, the hardships and just kind of the, the what what makes Jeff Brecken Jeff Brecken. Like, because I think a lot of times on podcasts, a lot of times in for sure business podcasts, we talk about the results a lot. We talk about 
strategies and processes and tactics. And, you know, the most important part is people and our soul and the development of our soul. And in my case, me trying to help people find their true authentic voice and Jeff is doing an outstanding job finding his voice as you can hear already today, but Jeff, uh, give him a little, uh, taste of, uh, who Jeff Brecken really is and where he came from. Well, for sure. You know, a year ago, a lot of, you know, I, I've always wanted to, you know, have a podcast or, you know, be on stage or tell my story, but man, I never had the guts and I never had the wherewithal to do it. And meeting Matt, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, you were one of the driving forces to, to get out there and do that. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you and, and everything that you've kind of helped me with too. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks. So dude. on the, on the farm, you know, I, I loved it. And, and to me, being able to spend time with my dad and grandfather and man, that was awesome. And, so what uh, did you, did you get to ride the tractor? Uh, I mean, yeah, I up until age eight and then I wow. was on my own. <laughs> so, what you won your own? No, ever, ever since I was age eight and then I was on my own, right? Oh, so, you're on your own. Okay. Yeah. Um, so basically, you know, from age eight, nine, 10, I mean, I was, I was working, you know, eight, nine, 10 hour days, 12 hour days, depending on harvest or not. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just the way that farm kids did it, you know, you can, I mean, you know, you, you, when you talk about the farm, like give us a, give us a visual, like what the farm looked like. Well, we had you know, a few thousand acres and no, a few thousand acres. Yeah. That's a big farm. Well, depends on what area of the country you're from. Okay. What's big to me. Yeah. I mean, no, right. We were only, we were cash crop, no animals. So, you know, fairly large machinery. So, I mean, it, it, it really all is perspective. So, where I live now is only like three hours from where I grew up Mm. and the farms here are way smaller than they were in the red river Valley. Mm. And so that was, you know, they're, they're only like, you know, anywhere between three and 300 acres and, you know, 2000 acres here versus 2000, uh, five, six, 7,000 acres where I grew up. So Jeff, you talked about, there's, there's, there's a farmer that had, you know, 25,000 acres, but it, you know, where I'm from and that's where, you know, it's huge corporation, right? Wow. So when, you know, storytelling is, is kind of one of the key components to finding your voice and sharing your story. What's, what's one of the best memories that you have on the farm with grandpa and dad. Oh, we used to, my cousin and I used to play so many jokes on my grandpa. <laughs> like what? 
I, like I don't think I've ever heard this. Uh, during harvest time, you know, in the weed fields and stuff, we used to find frogs and toads and stuff. And we used to uh, put toads in his lunch pail. So we need to open it up and have a sandwich. There'd be like three, four toads. Um, I mean, just stuff like that. And then we used to ride snowmobiles and we'd go out and into the shed and get our snowmobiles ready to go. And they'd be chained up. Um, cause my, he'd be, you know, we'd, we'd play practical jokes, uh, back and forth on each other. So, so that's where you got your humor. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Practical yeah. I can, are, are awesome. Oh yeah. Like, you, you know, we don't have snowmobiles in Kansas. Uh, and you're, you're from the Minnesota area, correct? Yep. Um, so, but you know, just you talking about a farm and with the, with the cash crops and the big combines and the big, you know, crazy equipment that, you know, I never know what it is going down the road, but there's something about growing up around a farm that it looks different, you know, like the sky looks different on a farm. Uh, but before we started this, we were talking about Field of Dreams and about the sky and about the smells about uh, in the farm, right? You appreciate but, um, those smells and a freshly cultivated field, uh, freshly mowed grass or a ditch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And th- those those memories that you create, that you created, you know, nothing can take those away ever. Um, and I think because of that, Jeff, from what I've observed of you, that's why you come across to other people as someone that they want to know that they want to know more about because you're so warm, you're so inviting. Um, and I think that that has something to be said with the environment that we grow up in. Um, because I'm sure that you had people come and help, right? Like that, that weren't from, you know, your home per se, but they, they would come and, you know, help on the farm. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody's family, right? You come in, you eat together, you go out and do your thing. I remember, uh, my dad, he grew up on a farm and, Growing up, we we got to go to the Bertho Farm a lot. The big red barn. They had the the grape vines and the peach tree. You didn't and have the, grapes. Yeah, you didn't have grapes. The green beans, the asparagus, all that stuff. But the red tractor, and then there's a blue tractor. And I remember riding that sucker, and the, we'd we'd have uh, dirt clod fights. I don't know if you did that. Like we'd take the dirt clods that that were this mounds of dirt and we'd throw them at each other and have little wars like they're grenades we used um, to throw sugar beets at each other in the, in the fall there you go i mean I'm not gonna say this i did this too often but there probably were some uh cow pies picked up and thrown at my brother at some points for sure um but the those memories growing up tire swings jumping in the hay, like those, those can't be erased. No. And so 
the reason why I'm going there first is because who do you represent, Jeff? Like who, who, who are your people that you help now in the business that you're in? Hard, hard class, blue collar working uh, folk of America. And kind of unpack that. Like, why did you choose to help them? Because that's who, you know, that's the backbone of America. I mean, that's, you know, truck drivers, trucking companies, manufacturers, uh, construction. That's, that's who makes the world go around. And you, so your second uh, career before insurance was construction. Yep. You built homes. And then why did you get out of that? Well, the economy kind of tapped me on the shoulder and said, uh, not today, Jeff. And um, I, I didn't really see that. I was president of our local uh, builder association, and we didn't see, we knew it was going to slow down. We didn't know it was going to stop. And unfortunately, a lot of good people and good companies um, got sidelined for a long time in the construction industry. And I did did not want to sit around and wait for it to come back. So I wanted to get into something that was going to be halfway recession proof and nothing is really recession proof, but insurance is halfway recession proof because not a lot of people want to give up their life insurance their dental insurance, their health insurance, their life insurance. I mean, they're not, they're just not going to do that. Right. So it's halfway recession proof. And so I got into that and you know, the rest is history. Yeah. So kind of, kind of tell them like what you've built and who you are and what, what companies you're working with right now. Yeah, so we got into this in uh, in 2010, and you know, to be honest with you, I always tell people it's not that glamorous. It's behind the scenes, and uh, when you think back to your third grade teacher, and your third grade teacher asks, "Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up?" and everybody raised their hand, and everybody says well, I want to be like a fireman or a policeman or an astronaut or a doctor, right? Yeah. Not not one person raises their hand and says, I want to be an insurance person, (laughs) right? (laughs) Not one person. But yet, there's a lot of insurance people out there. Yeah. So it really is, you know, when I was in... in, uh, in construction towards the end of 08 it got really greedy and hmm. it still is did you find um, yourself being greedy i found myself working way too much and being unappreciated for the work i was putting in and for the quality that i was giving that makes sense. Yes. 
um, I was giving all of myself and receiving nothing in return mm-hmm. and being stepped on. I thought in my, in my mind. Right. Yeah. So it gets to be no fun when you are on that end of it. Right. So this, it, you are giving people what they want in return, they, they thank you for it. Hmm. It's, it's, it's a win. It tr- it's a true win-win situation. So as long as the service is there and as long as there's a, there is that true win-win situation, people are super appreciative of what you're doing for them. So, um, and that's, that's just an, an awesome situation. So yeah, that's how it should be out there. Do you, do you feel like you're in your passion, your purpose with the current career that you're in? Yeah, I truly love what I do and it's very, uh, it's fulfilling. I do. So, so, you know, you, you asked me this on your podcast, I'm going to ask you the same question. What, what is your purpose? My purpose, um, is not only on the client side, but it's also on the the rep side of things is to give people an opportunity to do the same thing that I've done mm. on on the client side in insurance is to give them an opportunity to do what I've done on in insurance on the client side. Mm. So when you say what you've done, what do you mean by that? To build it, to be part of this team, right? For recruiting agents onto our team and to give them the opportunity. So yeah, do we want to be bigger? Yeah, we do. To give them, to give people the opportunity to have a great, a great income and have people um, take care of clients the way that we know how to take care of clients and give clients the opportunity to have better protections for their employees like they have never had before. I think small to medium-sized employers are way under served for what they're receiving currently from their Mm. brokers. So you have a lot more services that these small and mid cap companies could take advantage of if they came and talked to your company. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and, and what I know about you too, Jeff is, you know, what, what's your, um, philosophy of, service when it comes to products that you can provide for people like because i know in every industry in every genre of business and everything in the world there's a certain way to do things there's a certain blueprint like that everybody kind of does this thing right so what what would you say is your like for me if i was pitching myself to a client I'm going to teach you 
a little bit about singing. I'm going to teach you a lot about life and a lot about yourself. All right. And I'm going to help you find out who you really are and find your voice. Right. So for your business, for your uh, company, Jeff, what's like your thing that sets you apart from other insurance companies in the world? For us, I truly think that, you know, and, and I, a lot of insurance people are probably going to hate me for saying this, but I truly believe that having an insurance license is an absolute commodity. Anybody that has an insurance license can sell insurance, but what is your agent doing for you, right? Most insurance agents and most that have clients, right? And I'm talking uh, business to business, right? What are they truly doing for you or doing for that client to help them and help their bottom line? Most insurance agents are there, are, is that client's agent because they are either going to church with them or they know them from the golf course, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but the fact of the matter is anybody with an insurance license can, sh- can sell them what they have to offer. Right. Health insurance, life insurance, dental vision, whatever that is. But what are they truly doing for you as a client to either put money into your bottom line or increase your revenues or both? So, Jeff, when you say bottom line, for for people that don't understand what you're talking about, can you explain that? So what are they doing to look out for your profits, right? Are they, is that insurance agent helping you save, you know, save money either on, either on your taxes or either on your employee expenses, you know, on your payroll tax liabilities, um, or it could be something totally different, right? On, on your on your uh you know payroll on your on your internet services i mean it that i mean we can bring you so much value on other services because we have such a huge network of talented individuals when it comes to websites when it comes to to taxes when it comes to social media when it like you're not going to get an agent anywhere that's more networked than than me i truly so, believe that well and you know for everybody that's listening to this you can tell that jeff knows what he's talking about like jeff and what i know about jeff too He's constantly learning new tricks, new ways to make it better for the client. Um, one, of, one of the coolest things that he told me a couple weeks ago was a service that he has for clients, which helps with their mental health, right? right? Can you say a little bit about that? Because I've never heard 
any insurance person talk about a program like that ever. And this is, this is like, we all need this right now. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, most mental health uh, programs are centered around EAP uh, employee, employee assistant programs. And it's employee assistance programs. And I'm not knocking them because they do decent work. And that's all pretty much anybody has to, to, to fall back on. But when I call up, say I've got a problem or an issue and I all, I call up for an appointment, typically what's going to happen is, Hey, Jeff, you know, we've got an appointment, um, you know, January 3rd. Well, it's August, you know, mid August. Myself with a mental health issue or a, an issue that I need resolved mid-August, is January 3rd going to help me right now? No. Hell no. It's no. not. So I, picked, I, I, I put the phone down, right? How is my emotions? I'm crushed. Yeah. Right? So me being a male... I'm already thinking, okay, I need to talk to somebody. I'm finally going to be able to talk to somebody. I'm at my wits end. They just freaking crushed me saying we're four months out. Hmm. How do you feel? Oh, defeated. Because it's just going to get worse. Now they don't want to freaking talk to me for four more months. Right? So in my network, our network, actually, um, we have a buddy that came up with a brand new, brand new strategy for mental health. And I'm proud to say that we're on, in the under 100 group. We're the only agency out there in America that has this available uh, to sell. So, wow, there is this thing out there that you have immediate immediate access to uh to mental health right so if if i'm going through something at home or or wherever it is it is 100% confidential you can text you can call so if i'm going through a crisis um whether it's you know drugs or alcohol or uh suicide or whatever it is i'm feeling down i'm feeling lonely doesn't matter whether it's myself being the employee or a spouse, we have mm. access to it. Wow. It is absolutely awesome. You can have that within a half hour, 15 minutes. It doesn't matter. It's there for you. And you get a person that has literally gone through that same exact issue. Wow. It's awesome. So this is a, a service that a company could could purchase for its employees, yep. and I bet it's relatively, um, you know, not that expensive to make that work for them. It is $4 um, per employee per month. Whoa, $4. It is the least expensive benefit anybody will ever spend on their employees. You know, I just want to know, like, why isn't that something that's common 
in every employee's package because with COVID and all the crap that we've had to deal with the last year and a half, that sounds like a service that multiple companies should pick up on. Matt, I just got goosebumps because the amount of suicides that we deal with on a daily basis, being in insurance, it's not even funny. Oh, it's not God. even funny. That's terrible. And, and us as an agency, like, I get calls daily saying, hey, there's another one. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. Because uh, we've got a lot of companies. And you'd be the first, you'd be some of the first people to know. And it's ridiculous. It absolutely, it sucks. And there's so much, like, we do not need this mask shit to go into effect. We do not need another shutdown. Because it's skyrocketed suicides in this country. And and the mental, I was just talking about this with one of my friends, is that, you know, we talked about um, on your podcast kind of what I went through in the last year and a half. Uh, in, and now I know, because uh, we've both read Winning by Grover, and we listened to Goggins, and we've heard Andy talk about it. You know, I, I went into the dungeon, bro, like for a year and a half yeah. and just just battled. And, you know, like the guy for the last year and a half that I was, he was kind of an a-hole. Like, he was kind of a jerk to everybody around him. But but I, I talked to my buddy Michael about it today, and I think it was because I felt constantly threatened. Like, I felt constantly on attack. Like, I had to fight every single day to just get this little thing to happen for my kids, for my students, or yep. for my clients, or for me, right? For my family. And... Negotiation and compromise needs to happen in our country. Um, you know, I'm I'm a public school teacher. Uh, as you know, a lot of bullcrap is being said about a lot of public school teachers in in the United States and the world. I you know I'd like to think I'm not in that category of the people that are getting the brunt of that, but I am still a teacher. You know, and. I know being an in insurance, there's also some negative connotation sometimes as an insurance person. Yep. And so you're talking to a guy, Jeff, who genuinely, you can hear how much he cares about people. You can hear it in his voice, how much it hurts to hear this person just committed suicide. And being at, at the call, being a person that has to hear this information every day. I mean, could you imagine public about hearing every single day about people committing suicide every single day? I mean, I guess as an insurance, you know, CEO also just the death, right? Just death period. Right. Hearing about that every day. Um, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's not just a business. It's like, most people hear about it like on, you know, on the radio or, you know, even in the, in the military, you know, the, the 22, right? Like every 22 seconds, but it's, it's more than that. 
and that's a re- the general public, right? No, and it's a reality for you. Like you, I I get it, man. I feel that now, and you know, that's passion, man. And that's that's something to fight for, you know. And like I, I know Jeff, and I know like the people that he gets to work with every day. They get to be around this dude that is full of love, full of kindness, full of passion. Um, you know, and I think it's awesome that you kind of let people hear that passion today with with what you're talking about, because, you know, this is something I've been waiting for to, to let people know the real Jeff, right? And, you know, as you could hear in his voice too, like, it's irritating, man. Like the last year and a half was hard. And, you know, I think everybody, I think everybody, I don't think this is like an inaccurate statement. I really think that everybody really wants this to get better. Like everybody across the board. And, and Matt, this is not, this is not political, anything like that, but I mean, like, it doesn't matter if this it doesn't matter what side you are on. Right. Like we just don't need, we just don't need a, a shutdown at all. I don't care what side anybody's on. Like, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, I don't want to shut the country down again. And, and as a teacher, as a businessman going remote again, no, 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 no. Human nature says that people need to be with people. And I want to see your lips move to be able to read your lips. Right. I mean, that's how people communicate. You know, I, I just like everybody, I lived in this just like everybody did. And there were parts of me that came out in the last year and a half that I just did not like, like I did not like being that aggressive, that, um, belligerent, belligerent, that, uh, irritated, that frustrated. But there there were times like I had, it, it was almost like I had no choice, you know? And with, with what, you know, we, we kind of got off on a tangent, but I think it's important to say like, Communication has to happen and it's got to be hard and it's got to be open and it's got to be uncomfortable and people need to listen to each other and, and learn from each other and accept each other and, and try to find some common ground um, instead of just yelling and screaming and going crazy Um, because it, it, it makes people like me and Jeff show sides of us that are not necessarily our best sides. And then, you know, if it lasts for a while, you know, it's hard to find that balance back. Well, I want to go to my local restaurant. I want to support them. I want to support everybody. Right. Yeah. I do too. People shut down. And I want to teach. I'll just, I, I want to teach, bro. Like I want to teach. Like I miss I miss people. I miss people. I miss um, laughing. 
And, yeah. you know, Jeff makes me laugh a lot. Like every week he makes me laugh. He He's quick with the wit. And, um, you know, let, let, let's, let's, let's go on to, uh, a different subject. Um, let's talk about, uh, your family a little bit. Yeah. Cause, cause I, you know, part of your family is your voice, right? Like you use your voice with them and, um, what, what can you tell us about the family? Oh man, I got two awesome, awesome daughters. Uh, one works with me here, uh, 21 year old. And, um, yeah, she, uh, she actually just had heart surgery, recovering awesomely from that. Yes. So that is great news. And then uh, my 18 year old is going to be, um, moving to, well, she just graduated high school and becoming a freshman and, uh, going to pre-med. So, yeah, I mean, it's, we're going to be empty nesters here real shortly. So, and Janelle. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, uh, mother of both children and wife are, uh, she's no, well, she's been a nurse RN for now, like 27 years. Whoa. Um, been together 33. Oh. So yeah, it's, she's uh, in the ICU department of a hospital, pretty large hospital. So yeah, it's mm. uh, kind of a crazy deal. Well, I love that. I mean, you guys serve, you are service people like, like at your heart, that's who you have always been. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's, it's gotta be challenging, but also a giant blessing to have your daughter working with you. Um, so yeah, we got one in insurance and then with me, and then we got one going into medical with, just like mom service helping people yep man like it's uh and i just love that you know they they did a little vacation and jeff in his typical form played the national lampoon's vacation theme have a chase you you took pictures at the grand canyon you did the yeah, vegas yeah, you did yeah. the, you did the vegas tour oh man yeah that was fun so what you know i i want to i want to ask a couple questions and just rapid fire for you because i know you have a meeting in a little bit um what gives you the most joy watching people around me win why knowing that I've, I was a part of it and help them grow. Service again, it, it just bleeds out of you. And it, Jeff, what would you say? One of your most significant gifts is
Wow. Yeah, I threw that one on you. <laughs> most significant gifts yeah what's what's your most significant gift or gifts you could do multiple i would say i don't know man i i i hate this because i want you to talk about you right now this is part of it yeah this is what i'm really bad at <laughs> well this is great this is good like, cause, cause everybody, you guys, I, I just want to say this. Jeff is one of the most outstanding human beings in the world. All right. And to everybody, he is a beacon of light that shares truth and love and humor every single day. And all I'm getting, all I'm asking him to do is just own one of them. Just own one. What, what's one of your, what's one of the gifts that that you have that we all benefit from i'm gonna say my humor i absolutely 1000 percent agree so who's your favorite comedian oh man we've, we've talked about burr before yeah, Bill Burr is, is he's up there. Uh, but man, I got, where's he going with it? Back in the day, you know, Eddie Eddie Murphy was pretty good. Oh yes, I was thinking about him today actually. When he when he did um. Uh, delirious. Yep. And he was talking about white people coming out of the Rocky movies. Rocco, Rocco. Now, so I mean, but I like that stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff, what what would be? Let you know we're we're gonna go here and then we're gonna end real positive and light. All right. So what would be the hardest? most tragic thing that you've ever been through in your life? Oh, geez. I know mine's easy. I, I can just pull the trigger on mine real fast because you already know mine. My dad passing away. Like that was brutal. But what was yours? Hmm. Probably, you know, there's been a few. One was when my dad told me uh, that we were selling the farm. Because mm. I thought I was going to be, a, you know, be on the farm. And I thought I was going to be a farmer. Hmm. So that was, that was a big one. Why did, why, why was that so hard? Oh, cause I spent so many days and, you know, I thought, 
I really wanted to work with my dad. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that, you know, they grow up with their working day in, day out, season after season after season, working with their dad, right? And mm-hmm. and having that opportunity to learn everything that your dad knows and i didn't get that man so i just realized this jeff like you know you you had it for a little bit right for a little bit you got to work with him and your grandpa did your did your dad work with your grandpa yep so for his whole life so I just want to, I want to give this gift to you right now. You're doing that now for your daughter. Yep. Your daughter is getting to work with her dad. Right. You guys see the heart on this guy. He is so awesome. You're one of the best people of all time, Jeff Brecken. You just are. And I, I can't wait for the world to even hear more about you and your big heart and how funny you are. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let you have the end here and I want you because you know, you, we've been around for a while on this earth, right? And there are a lot of students that I teach that listen to this podcast. There's a lot of our friends that will probably listen to this podcast what would you say is one of the most valuable lessons of life that you have learned in your existence that, that is evolving, that changes, that you, like if you, could, if you could give something to the digital media world of podcast land and, you know, you're gone and no one can pull up your speeches anymore and no one can listen to you anymore. What would you leave them with? You need to know your self-worth and you need to know what you're worth. So when I was on the farm and when I was nine years old, I saw our hired men punching the clock. And sure, they were 20, 25, 30 years old. But I was doing a lot of the same work that they were. Mm. And I was working 10, 11 hour days. So I asked my dad if I could punch the clock. So he said, sure, what do you think you're worth? So I said a dollar an hour. He goes, okay, that sounds fair. So he started paying me when I was nine years old. So from nine until I got out of college, I made what I believed that I was worth. When I got out of college, I had W-2 positions. I was pissed off that they weren't paying me what I knew that I was worth. So I would go in and I would beg for raises and they wouldn't give me a raise. So I had to say that I was going to quit 
as soon as I was going to quit, it instantly gave me a $4,000 raise. And then I was pissed off because I would, I'd literally told them, what are you talking about? I was now I'm worth it, but yesterday I wasn't. Wow. So at that point, it's all about principle, right? So that was a couple of jobs. So then I got smart. I said, screw it. I'm going on on my own. So in 1999 was the last time I ever had a W-2 position. And I said, I'm never, ever, ever going to have a W-2 position again. I know what I'm worth. And that bar, by the way, always changes. And it always is out in front of me. I'll never hit that bar. Because I'm worth more every single day of my life. Mm. So know what you're worth and always, always keep it in front of you. Mm. Man, Jeff, that is so, so good, man. Like, uh, I'm a, I'm, well, I'm a, I'm a Nobody proud Nobody will ever pay you what you are worth. Nobody. Yeah, man. Yes. And that's why we work. That's why we work to better ourselves. That's why we read. That's why we try to stay as healthy as we can so that we can be the best version of us for everybody else out of service and give back our best. And again, guys, like these little moments, you know, that you see little Jeff, little nine-year-old Jeff, eight-year-old Jeff, watching those guys punch the clock. I, I don't know about you, but I could see all of it. I could visualize the whole thing. And dad in the overall saying, sure, I think you're worth that. But to instill that in a child that he can determine or she can determine their worth. What's really crazy about this story is that's exactly the question that Jeff Brecken asked me in October of 2019. What are you worth? And then he asked me what I was making an hour every 30 minutes. And I told him, and he was like, well, that doesn't match up with what you think you're worth. Do you really think you're worth that amount? I ask everybody that I hire that right now. Yeah. Man, Jeff. Changed. And very few people have ever been asked that. And that's what's wrong with our society. We wait for people to tell us what we're worth. Absolutely. And then we settle and we just take it. Because we, and then we think that's all we're worth. That's right. As soon as I, Stop settling, and I was making thirty-two thousand bucks a year. I instantly made over six figures. My first mm. ten months. So, for all the students out there, all the teachers, all the business owners, all the moms, all the dads, all the brothers and sisters that hear the end of this, I think we all need to ask ourselves that question: What are you worth? And Jeff's answer of, you're never going to meet exactly what you're worth. You're going to keep chasing it. 
But that's, that's a lot of motivation to not stop working and to do what you want to do as a career, something that you're passionate about, something that you love. You know, Jeff obviously loves people and loves helping people and service to people. He doesn't like to see things have to end. And so he does everything possible to make that ending as special as it possibly can be. I never told you it was going to be easy, but I'm telling you it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Because we're worth it. Correct. We, we all get the, you know, we all get a shot on earth to be us. We might as well take the shot to be the best version of us because we're worthy of it. We're worth it. What's your uh, mission statement there, Jeff, at the end that we worked on? Oh, Matt, I appreciate you, man. That's awesome. So with uh, Blue Sky Benefit Solutions, we bring a creative, cutting-edge approach to benefit programs, which gives our clients an unfair advantage in the marketplace. Mm. In doing so, it creates a legacy for you that you are worthy of. I about started tearing up, bro. That was so good, Jeff. Yeah, that's awesome. That's what we do. And the the legacy that you are worthy of. Yeah. And now, you know, that mission statement for everybody that just listened to this podcast, that watched it, now you get it. Now you get it. Now you get why Jeff is doing what he's doing and why he is on a mission to help as many people as he possibly can so that, you know, so that the world can be a way better place for him and for everybody. And, you know, the, the endings, the deaths, the suicides, the, 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 the loss of farms, the loss of businesses, the jumping from construction to a new business and uncertainty of that. Right? That's why you're doing what you're doing. Because you experienced all of those heartaches. And you didn't want someone else to have to experience the depth of heartache that you had to experience. 100%. That's right. Man, dude. Woo! Jeff Brecken. So good. So how can, how can people reach you? How can they get in touch with you? Where can they follow you? Yeah, man. Uh, so website. BlueSkyBenefits.com, uh, IG, J Brecken 35. That's B-R-E-K-K-E-N 35. Uh, Facebook, just Jeff Brecken. We got a podcast, uh, Addicted to Winning. Whew, it's on fire. Um, yeah, man, it's... Uh, it's going well. Well, I'm just so proud of you. Like I'm a proud coach right now because I've never heard you speak with that much feeling and that much intention and that much clarity, that much resolution going over your mission statement that we've worked on. Like that dude, what you just did, it came out beautiful, perfect. 
and we felt every single word, dude. That's, uh, uh, you know, focus, intentional, 175 hard, so that helps. Yeah. And you're worthy. Absolutely. You've been through it. Yeah. And I, you know, why, why would anybody go to any other insurance company when you got a guy like Jeff leading his group, Blue Sky Benefits, with people that actually care about you? 100%, man. Well. It's all good. I, I know we went a little over, but. We that that was worth, worth it. it, man. It was worth it. That last part, Jeff. Like, whew, I hope people stayed to the end because you you dropped the mic on that, man. Like that was that's the Jeff I was waiting for people to feel, and you you brought it, dude. And you shared your voice, yeah, man. And this I is just the it. beginning. Yeah, this is just the beginning for Jeff, guys. If you need someone to come talk to your groups. Talk to your schools. If you need them on a podcast, Jeff is your guy to, to give him some inspiration, some, some love. He's got great stories, obviously. And I, and the humor is coming. It, I can't wait for the comedy tour. Cause I'm, I'm signing up. I'm coming to that. I'm not going to miss that. Cause that'll be a blast. You got a lot. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, Thank you so much, Jeff Brecken, for being on the Voice by Matt podcast. You guys like and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. And uh, we will see you on the next episode.